Welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. With me today is Kevin from the Jury Room Podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give him a chance to tell us a little more about himself and his show before we start the game. Well, Lindsay, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Ye old crime is definitely something that's obscure and out there. So I'm excited to be here. The Jury Room podcast is just kind of a true crime podcast that covers anything from serial killers, unsolved mysteries, and pretty much everything in between. I have interviews where I've interviewed detectives, which obviously I want to do more of that too. But it's kind of just a broad spectrum of different topics that I cover. Yeah. I really enjoy listening to your show because you're right. There's a, it's a little bit of everything, which is always kind of cool to, to find a show like that where like one week it's a mystery and then the next week it's like, like you said, a cool interview with someone. Right. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's, it's, it's a different experience, but I'm having fun with it. Yeah. So what inspired you to create your show? You know, one day I was watching the Mile Higher podcast. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's people out there that listen to it, but it's Josh and Kendall Ray. And I was just like, man, you know what? I bet I could do something like that. This would, you know, it'd be cool. It'd be fun. Something different. I had no media experience at all. No editing, no nothing. I, I researched for months on end trying to figure out mm-hmm. the best way to make the best sounding quality audio, how to edit properly, like the whole thing. And, and I've learned a lot and I'll, uh, you know, I've learned what not to do and I've learned what to do. And so it was just kind of, I thought, you know what, I can do this. Let me try this. And it's so far, it's been working out pretty successfully. Yeah. So what's one case that you've either covered or would like to cover that's really stuck with you? So far, one case that I've covered that really stuck with me is I still to this day want to know who killed John Benet Ramsey. That is something that is will forever haunt me. It's something that I remember as a child, and it's mm-hmm. something that's going to be f- there forever until, until we figure out who killed that little girl. Do you think it's going to be one of those like deathbed confession type of things? Like even, uh, even when it does come out? Yeah, probably it's got to be because I mean, at this point, they've already done all the analysis and testing and so on and so forth. So the reality is, unless somebody comes forward, it's probably going to die with somebody and then we'll never know. Yeah. What's one of your favorite episodes of your show or one you'd recommend that someone who is new to your show check out first? I really enjoyed the coverage on Casey Anthony. Um, I did I hated that I had to talk about her for a month straight, but I did four episodes on her and it was two with, you know, before Kaylee died and then after, but I also did, I brought on guests and we talked about it and that's a really good series to, to, to kind of where I want the show to go and what the show's about, you know, it's just discussing, you know, the different plot points and so on and so forth because Mm -hmm. Casey Anthony and it's in herself is explosive by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's a good place to start. If you haven't listened to the show or want to start somewhere, I, I feel like that's a good place to start. Sounds good. Yeah. She's kind of a garbage human. She not even kind of, she is garbage human. Yeah. She's totally yeah, garbage. like not even low key. She's high key, just trash. 
Remember when they were talking about having like her and OJ on a show together? Fucking disgusting. It's so I, gross. It, it reminds me, I found this guy on YouTube not so long ago. His name is Mr. Ballin, and he does like spooky and unexplained stories and stuff, right? So he was covering this. I don't remember what the guy's name was, but he cannibalized somebody, right? Ooh, yeah. So he served his time in jail and he got out of jail. Like they didn't, they didn't, he didn't stay in prison forever because he had consent. Like it, it was a whole thing. Anyways, so they actually had this guy after he got out of prison as a judge on a on a cooking show network like in Japan or something Are like you that. Serious? Yeah, how fucking gross is that, man? Oh, oh I'm sorry, can God. I cuss? Yeah, you can cuss. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're good. Um, but that's fucking disgusting. Like that is that is over the top. That'd be like having uh Casey Anthony judge a a, a kid's beauty pageant. Like that's how disturbing disgusting. would it be? Disgusting. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> right. I'm like you that's over the wow. top. Wow. Yeah, uh, I think I remember that case because that was something where he found the guy like online or something and right. like, consented to being cannibalized. Yeah, I remember that. Right. case. And he said and he even said he said, don't worry, before I die, I'm going to do this again. And it's like, oh, my God, why are we letting him out then? Yeah, it's like, why would you say that? And then and then have, <laughs> he'll be like, oh, that sounds fine. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. We're going to let you out. That's fine. And by the way, we have this like Japanese cooking show that's like raring <laughs> to go having you on. You could be a judge. You sound like you know what you're talking about. That's gross. Oh, God. Yeah, that's disgusting. There's a lot of weird shit out there, though, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing the kind of stuff that you hear about on the Internet and stuff these days that you just can't. You wouldn't have been able to fathom it like 10, 15 years ago. Like, it's just. Right. Right. Unbelievable. It's and I think part of it, though, is because. You know, like you and I were talking beforehand, you know, like back in the day, we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have the Internet and yep. and so on and so forth, where now literally everybody is connected at the click of a button. So it everybody, even the weird niches can be find each other because of how connected we are. And so mm-hmm. that's where we hear about this you know, the little bit weirder stuff is because, well, back in the day, they didn't, you didn't talk about that. You could only yep. find that, you know, in like a bar somewhere or in a back alley as to where now you could go on Facebook and find eight groups yep. dedicated to something weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's something where you, you'd you like find some weird coded ad in a newspaper and you would know that that's what you were supposed to go and look for. And Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a different time. It's 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 weird. Some of the shit that's out there on the Internet, for sure. Yeah. I sleep pretty good at night, says Casey Anthony, dubbed the world's worst mother due to her erratic and questionable behavior following the disappearance and death of her two year old daughter, Kaylee. Kaylee Anthony's murder case shook the nation and sparked the first major media frenzy of murder in the social media age. Casey was called a partier, a wild girl, a neglectful mother, a pathological liar. Accusations were made that she killed her own daughter just so she could go out with her friends. Are these accusations true? Is Casey Anthony a cold-blooded killer or a grief-stricken mother? Find out in the Jury Room Special two-part series of the Casey Anthony case. Make sure you go subscribe, follow, leave a review anywhere you can. 
And as always, stay safe and thanks for listening. I'm okay with myself. I sleep pretty good at night. On that note, <laughs> would you would you like to discuss some Victorian slang terms? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's see what they came up with back in the day. Yeah. So your first term is mad as hops. Mad as hops? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, when I think of hops, I think of beer, right? Because mm-hmm. hops is in beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so logically, if I were to look at this logically, which it's probably not going to be logical, but I would probably say maybe mad as somebody who's drunk. It's actually a term for excitable. What? Yeah. So I, I don't I... know if like the hops part means like you're like some weird, you're hoppy pun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, how does that even play into being excited? Are you, I guess if you're jumping around, maybe? I don't know. Hopscotch, maybe? I don't know. That's oh, so... hopscotch. There you go. See, maybe. That's a, well, all right. Well, you're excitable. That that makes sense, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> maybe. Not really, maybe. but. <laughs> Not really, but all right. That sounds, that sounds right. We'll go with it. It's fine. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So your second term is a base football player. Base football player? Mm-hmm. Okay, is it spelled B-A-S-S or is it spelled B-A-S-E? B-A-S-E, like baseball. Like baseball. Base football player. Yep. Okay, and it was during the Victorian era. Mm-hmm. So football probably meant soccer, but the first term made no sense. So I'm probably not even going in the <laughs> right direction. Base football player. I have no idea. That's, I, I've gotta go with something soccer player that's my best guess for whatever reason a base football player is slang for lowborn what (laughs) (laughs) how is that even remotely the same thing i know and i'm like does that mean that people that play sports are poor like what like i don't understand what the logic or like was base supposed to be like basic Use a basic bitch. Um, use what? a basic player. Like, right. You, you use the basic football player. We don't need you here. Um, Go back um, to the slums, bitch. <laughs> oh, that doesn't even. Nah, no. Nah, I think you're lying. That doesn't even make sense. Not even close. I know some of these that I found are just ridiculous. Come on, I know you got to have a bonus one right in there, right? Another one that's over the top weird. I can give you one if you want one. Oh, let's do it. Gal sneaker. (laughs) (laughs) Gal sneaker. Sneaker, like your sneaker. Oh, okay. Okay. Sneaker, like your shoe. Sneaker. Okay. Gal sneaker. Mm -hmm. Gal sneaker. Uh, Well, it's not excitable. We already found that one. We already found low born, which is basic, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, prostitute, maybe. I have no idea. What is it? You were on the right track, kind of. It was oh. an, an 1870 term for a man devoted to seduction. Oh, like a, like a, um, a ladies' man. Yes, like a Lothario. Oh, like a gigolo. Yes. <laughs> a gal sneaker. That makes sense. Okay, that one, that's that's probably the closest one that makes sense. Yeah. The rest of them, no. 
sense at all. Yeah, I would concur. Yes. Well, that was fun. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of fun to just like hear these random terms and just be like, why wouldn't you just say what it actually was? Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, but anything from the Victorian era is over the top, right? You know, with the clothes and the headdress, like everything is over the top. You know what I mean? So I guess they had to make their words over the top. But it was also probably one of those things where they made it as ridiculous as possible because really it was only the upper class that had, you know, an education to be Mm -hmm. able to write, you know, this kind of stuff. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Yep. So they're probably, it was probably just a flaunt that look at me, you're fucking basic and I'm not. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Well, and they were also probably in a bunch of drugs and stuff, too. So, well, I mean, there's they're always on drugs. Right? Yeah. Cocaine was pretty common. And what else you, was there? Yeah. You have a sore throat. Do some cocaine. Yep. Yeah. Here's some liquid cocaine. <laughs> Go lay down. You're fine. You're fine. Lay down <laughs> on your liquid cocaine, please, because that makes the most sense. Yep. Just rub it on your gums and right. then you're fine. Right. Right. Because that's right. You're seeing things. That's fine. Cocaine. Cocaine was the answer for everything. (laughs) Exactly. That (laughs) bloodletting. So it's like, (laughs) we're going to have you take all these drugs and then I'm going to drain your body very slowly and see what happens. (laughs) This can't go wrong at all. It's science. Right. This is science. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I don't know where they thought draining their own blood would make them feel better, but that's fine. This is the world that they lived in, I guess. Yep. It's like when you think about the times back then, it's actually a miracle that any of us have survived to this point. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. 100 <laughs> percent. Like, as far as medicine and stuff. Like. Right. I mean, even just common things like uh, a broken bone was like, like you're in pain. There was nothing to take the pain away. They would just make you drink a lot or uh, childbirth. I mean, alone childbirth, you have like a 50 50 shot of living. It's like, yep. And they were having like fucking 10 kids. It's not like they yep. were having one and they're like, oh, I'm done. They were yeah. going after 10 times. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of the times it was like, it's not like they wanted to have 10 kids, but say you're working on a farm. You need, right. you need all the help you can get, <laughs> you know, keep popping out those babies. <laughs> New farm mans. You exactly. can hold a pencil or you can hold your fork. You can get out there and hold a rake. It's yep. fine. That's yeah, that's true. That is a very a valid point. You know how to hold the bottle? You can milk a cow. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Put on it's your overalls. We're heading right. outside. Right. Oh man, that's yeah, that's it's a totally different time. I don't know, man. I don't whatever. It's each stone, I guess. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. Uh no. Mm-mm. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Kevin for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, would you like to tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? Sure, absolutely. So my name is Kevin and I'm the host of the Dre Room Podcast. It's been awesome to be here. Uh, You can find me on all social media platforms, mostly at, it's going to be at Dre Room Podcast. You can find me on all 900 different podcasting platforms. Well, mm-hmm. almost all of them, but um, I'm on most major podcasting platforms. Uh, I release episodes every week. Yeah. And I'm a proud member as ye old crime is of the Oracle network. Make sure you go and check them out too. Yep. Yeah. They're adding new shows all the time. So all the time, which is awesome. It is. It's a, they're a bunch of great people over there. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with any of the shows that are part of the Oracle network. They're all fantastic. 100% thumbs up for me. Yep. 
And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.